Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever in the world you might be. I am Nicole Beasy, the creator and creative behind this podcast, You Know Everything. Here we explore big ideas and big dreams. We toss around the best in business strategy and the powerful paradigms and perspectives that push projects from possibility to powering through. And I am so torn on this whole intro thing, guys. Um, I got some feedback that says, not every episode, but it's cool. I got some others that were like, declare it. Declare the domination of you know everything. And then I got people that were like, we really appreciate the fact that you don't make us listen to the same thing over and over again that we inevitably skip. So because this episode is kind of random, it's not part of the uh, programmed schedule, It doesn't have a lot to do with the different offerings of which there are many and I am so excited about that are coming out. Everything from your exit strategy, enabling you to make big changes at work and in your professional life. The People Pleaser's Guide to Building Better Boundaries with the exact scripts that you need to start practicing because building boundaries is a verb. It will be something that you continually get to do. (laughs) Um, And I just announced Love Your Workshop. I think this podcast will be coming out on the day. So you can still join and it will be recorded and released to everybody who purchased. So no worries there. It's happening on February 15th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. No, 3 p.m. Pacific time. 6 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. GMT, which makes it 10 a.m. Sydney time. So trying to find those times that work for people. I know it's the middle of the week, which may or may not work. It's going to be impossible to make everybody happy. Am I right? But that one is really designed to help you reframe. It's a little mindset, magic, mojo. It's some of my favorite perspective shifts. I mean, that's what we do here, right? This episode is actually a lot about that because one of the things that very much informs every single thing that I do is all of my client work. I get this amazing purview into business and leadership and creativity and tech. And I'm kind of on like both sides of the extreme spectrum. So I work with executives and tech firms that have massive teams. They're making, you know, half a million dollars, if not more just in their own salaries. They've got jobs. It's boring. I mean, compared to the artists and the free spirits and the true creatives that I support who are beholden to no one without schedules or appointments or deadlines or even constructive time or money. (laughs) And then, as you know, I work with a lot of independent builders and thinkers and creatives. And I'm really sort of toying with this concept because small business feels small. And the reality is it's the lifeblood, at least of the United States economy and employs more than half of us. It, I mean, over 10 million small businesses were started in the United States in just 2022. So yeah, it's a thing. It ain't small and small business can mean anything under a revenue of 500 million and employees under a hundred, which I mean, I think most of us would consider that like a really big business. So anywho, I digress. The fun part is, is I get to talk to all sorts of people. And when everybody randomly brings up the same thing, it it grabs my attention. But this week's episode <laughs> elbowed its way to the forefront because it was so left of field. So I'll start with the hit. And it was me working with a client 
who always gets like an amazing amount of work done, but fails to kind of recognize their success. And this is a pretty common pattern. I'm sure you can relate to it where we don't reward ourselves or recognize ourselves for a variety of different reasons, but ultimately because it motivates us. If we beat ourselves up, then it forces us to take action. It's something that we learned a long time ago. We probably witnessed it. We experienced it ourselves. We've used it on ourselves very effectively. It's a bully energy, right? So I was pointing out to my client that some people obnoxiously and potentially annoyingly, (laughs) I guess that's kind of like reusing the same word, but like they tend to just float through life. You know, they're usually younger, like late teens, early twenties. They might be unemployed or without regular income. They might be without a permanent home. And they kind of find this rotating group of people who will put them up, potentially feed them, maybe even clothe them. I know this person is is coming to mind as I speak. But like the part that's kind of the hardest for those of us who are constantly budgeting, who are potentially sacrificing to make sure we do have the home and the job and we're putting the food on the table, we can do it to be able to feed our friends when we need to. And we kind of look at this person like squinty eyed and think, why does it get to be so easy for you? My friend, it gets to be easy for them because they let it. (laughs) They're not fucking worried about impressing you, putting you out, how they're going to pay their bills, where they're going to sleep that night or next week. They have experienced things working out because they trust everything will always work out. And I can assure you they've probably had a few rocky nights and shitty sleeps as a result. They might have missed a meal or two, but that doesn't affect them because they've landed on their feet and they've proven to themselves they've got this. They're proven to themselves that no matter what happens, everything works out. And sure, they're young. They might not have a lot of experience. And I know you know better with all of your hard knocks and bad hits that you've taken, but they're still sitting across the table, tripping the light, fantastic, blessing you with love and who knows what. (laughs) You're the one that's huffing and puffing and resentfully doing the dishes and making up their bed. So, you know, you got to kind of ask yourself, like, what's up with that, right? What's up with this energy? And my client called me back Well, she left a voice message. And if you're listening to this, this is a very specific story. Normally, I kind of reach back into the archive and and sometimes I've even kind of mishmashing different stories. Let's call them allegories for learning purposes. But this, this is very fresh. And she said, you know, I tried on that teenage energy and I hate to admit it, but I've had the best week ever. Immediately, my life became incredibly easy. I was getting offers and gifts out of nowhere. The social media thing was a f- like total joy. My kids were fun. Like everything just got super lighthearted, super low key and easy. I thought, "Oh, cool. I'm glad I'm glad that worked." The amount of times that the concept of teenager and teenage energy showed up in multiple conversations Since then, and I think that was, I want to say Thursday, today is Tuesday. So, you know, four or five days, mind boggling. And then today I was speaking with a friend and she really sent the point home because she said, I have, I have this teenage fantasy 
and I'm reaching out to you because I think you'll get it. So I'm going to pause, pause on that story there. We all know that laissez-faire, zero, like worries in the world, teenage energy. That's not exactly the energy that I relate to strongest. The energy I relate to when I think of teenager is that zero fucks, fuck you, fuck them, fuck everything, I'm out. <laughs> this is also a very powerful archetype, my friend. This is an energy that doesn't give a fuck who it pisses off whose feelings it hurts, whose day it ruins, it is perfectly happy to sulk, to isolate, and to obsess. You know, when when I remember those those times, I like I could read liner notes in a record shop for like eight hours straight. I had to make a rule at one point that I couldn't go into music shops because I would plop down on the floor and like eight hours later. And yeah, I was pissing off the staff. I was pissing off other shoppers. I had this giant pile of records. I had zero intention or money for buying. Like it was, and like, let's be clear, there was a lot more CDs there than probably records. That energy, like this teenage energy is a very powerful way to play with adulting. And that's why I wanted to bring this episode to you is It is to shake it up. It is a paradigm shift. And I've talked a lot about this, that the fastest way to change everything is change your perspective. But in so many of these different books that we have reviewed in the Quantum Business Book Club, in so many different studies and leadership techniques and management techniques, change management, problem solving, goal setting, try something different. If you feel like you're in a rut, I guarantee you, your inner teenager has something to say about that and is potentially having a massive arms crossed, eye rolling, hair flipping. (laughs) I heard someone describe it as like train tracking (laughs) moment. And all they need is a little bit of a spotlight. I think to kind of bring this back into like work and business and and how can we really use this this teenage energy whether it's this total laissez-faire everything always works out like almost delusional positivity and optimism contrasted with the like nihilistic the world is an ashtray <laughs> there's no hope. I have no agency. I'm in this liminal space where I'm not a kid, but I'm not an adult and I have zero freedom, but I am desperately trying to stake my identity and claim in this world. How can we layer that into our ruts to jog us, to to break the the train track and, and quite literally crash us into a completely unexpected experience? Something to maybe consider as you're listening to this is what are you investing your energy into? Because that teenager, they only do what they want to do. Like there might be some obligatory homework, maybe some like school assigned activities. I was going to use sports as an example, but there are plenty of teenage jocks that like that is their whole life is sports and stats. And what is it? GTL, gym tan laundry. That's probably a slightly older teenager if they're doing laundry. That was a Jersey Shore reference. I've never actually watched it, but my partner uses that (laughs) phrase a lot. (sighs) Focus BZ. So the question being like, what would your inner teenager indulge in? Maybe you'd stay up all night watching 
reality TV. Maybe you would sign up for that music lesson. You've told yourself you're too old to fucking learn. Maybe you'd play hooky and not go into work all day. Maybe you would sleep in and eat fucking leftover pizza or Chinese food for breakfast. Think about that ultimate fuck you or I get to do whatever the hell I want because everything always works out indulgence and see like, what are you spending your energy on? Because if you're listening, if you're still listening to this, (laughs) you're probably thinking it has felt like I am trudging through mud recently. And there is so much of my day that feels like a drudgery. And there's no way that I could play hooky or that I could sleep in until 10 o'clock in the morning or that I could stay up all night. Like, absolutely not. You know what your teenage self would say that? Fuck you. You know what your teenage self would do? Not ask for permission. They, they wouldn't even think about the constraint and the limiting belief that we can't just do whatever the fuck we want all of the time. Even, even when whatever the fuck we want might be like super destructive. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Your teenage self is here for it. And obviously I'm not suggesting like engage in destructive behavior, but what I am saying is deconstruct the rut indulge in something that feels super naughty, super selfish, super left of field, something that like (laughs) in my newsletter today, the loop, which you should sign up for, I gave a 66% discount to love your workshop. But I was saying like, go buy that super slutty outfit, especially if you think that outfits for the other gender, (laughs) like break some rules, get in trouble you're gonna, you're gonna get, you might get grounded. You might get some of your privileges taken away, but you're going to experience something wildly different. And that's where the creative spark exists. That's where the new idea lays. That's where just the refound, refound, rediscovered energy, even in your day-to-day rut can start to flow. And something I was thinking about as well, like something that teenagers do unabashedly, like without any awareness is like, they're so judgmental, right? The limiting beliefs they have about the world and us as the grownups are what let them be free and give them the fuel for their fire. And this used to be my line, like, oh, I'm the asshole. But what if you gave yourself permission to just say whatever the fuck you wanted. (laughs) Like, What if you abandoned assumptions for the day that you can fuck it up, this will ruin everything, people will be mad at you? Like, What if you just give yourself a rum springer? I think it's rum springer. And free yourself. Free yourself from your own judgments and constraints and limiting beliefs and assumptions and act like a crazy fucking teenager. One of the reasons that teenagers act the way they do, and I I touched a teensy bit about on this, is they are desperately, wildly, what's what's another adjective, adverb I can throw in there? Because I don't think either one of those are cutting it. Like they are no holds barred staking their claim. They are saying as insecurely and unsure and loudly as they possibly can, I have a right to be here. That's what social media is. That's what graffiti is. For most of us, that's what art is. That our creations, our output 
especially in work and business, is a brave and courageous and unique declaration of identity and autonomy. And I think in as much as we judge teenagers because they're probably like, you know, they're, they're a little bit (laughs) resource suck. They don't really give a shit about any of the constraints within which we have just started to take for granted. They're so programmed in us, but they, they also have this like unbridled passion. And I, again, I kind of touched on it, like this obsession that they don't have any shame about gaming all night or, you know, spending hours and hours and hours on social media or filling up a shopping cart. I've used a lot of digital examples. How about being so socially obsessed that they're spending every single minute with their friends, that they're actually more concerned with impressing their friends than finding out what impresses themselves. Like I'm not, again, I'm not suggesting any of this is healthy long-term behavior, but what I am suggesting is what if we tried this on for a day? What if we played in this energy or at the very best, actually a really healthy way of of potentially engaging this is to ask yourself, what's that thing I fantasized about that I I never, I never believed I could do? Because I promise you as as your grown up self or wherever you might be (laughs) in your experience, you probably have the agency and potentially even some privilege that your teenage self wasn't able to access. You know, this is why boudoir photos are a thing. This is why surf lessons and guitar lessons, and you can rent a studio that will film a music video and they'll auto tune your vocals and give you an outfit to wear. And so for 500 bucks for a day or even half a day, you can be a rock star. That's why you can pay. Like there are concierge sort of travel and events managers that'll kidnap you and then treat you like you are James Bond and give you this full James Bond day. There there are so many different ways you can tickle this pickle and really indulge in something that you are passionate about. And if you're saying, well, I don't know what that is and I've forgotten and I've never asked myself these kinds of questions. Firstly, please know that is so, 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 so common. It takes a lot to survive as a grown up. And it's pretty easy to get resentful and feel like we've been taken advantage of or feel like the system is rigged. Teenagers, like they're the ones that are protesting and throwing bottles through windows and like, or joining bands and making music, even though they're terrible. <laughs> like, they, are willing to bank on their passion. And if you can give yourself for just a minute, I promise you it's going to change everything. And what I'll leave you with is a teenage experience, that time in our life is a liminal space. It is the in-between. And somehow you got through it. And I think what has been coming up with all of these discussions around teenage energy and that teenage mindset is this idea that if you don't know what to do, there's nothing you can do. Or if you're in business and you don't have your purpose, mission, vision outlined and executed perfectly. And if you want to change your mind, there's there's so many of these constraints and, and systems and structures that we work within as adults, or I don't know how you want to call it, like responsible people, whatever, you could be 15 and probably be more mature than half the people listening to this. You could also be 50 and be less mature than the majority of people listening to this. Age is just a number. The point is like this energetic state. And I think we can all relate to that feeling of uncertainty, that murkiness, like I said at the beginning, like trudging through that mud. And a teenager would probably just fucking sit down and be like, this is dumb. I'm not doing this. (laughs) 
like go read their favorite comic, go listen to their favorite band, go to their favorite shop or food spot or parking lot and just do whatever it is they fucking do. Give yourself that, find that just for a little bit. Okay. I feel like I am starting to repeat myself. So the last thing I will repeat myself on is firstly, thank you so much for being here. I love you. And thank you all so much for all of your feedback. I feel like I've gotten a lot of clarity just in terms of the podcast and the quantum business book club and the relatables interview series, the different platforms that I'm playing on the different programs that I'm going to be launching. Everything is truly designed to serve. I am creating so many more price points to make working with me super duper accessible, but it's not even really about working with me. It's about investing in your own success. And so if any of the things that I share feel like something a friend or a peer could use, please, please share that with them. Sharing is caring. I can be reached hello at NicoleBZ.com. Email is my least favorite form of communication, but hey, you got to play the game, right? Uh, I'm on the Discord container. The link will be in the bio. That is free to join. And of course, I'm on socials at the BZ channel everywhere. Uh, Socials are getting less and less of my attention just because the Discord container and the loop are where I get to connect directly with my people. And I'm not just like standing on a soapbox screaming at the masses. So I'm investing my energy in there. And there's just going to be a whole bunch of fun stuff happening this year. And the reason for that is you. You're here with me. This is actually, I realized this this podcast is two years old. I kind of cheated when I first started and recorded like eight different episodes. So I didn't, I don't think I launched it until a little bit later in the year, but I was holed up in a beautiful hotel room that had paper thin walls <laughs> and recording my very first episode. Just fucking do it, I believe is what it was called. So a lot has changed. A lot has shifted. I feel like I've really found my cadence. And again, I wouldn't be here without you. So this is for you. I appreciate you. I love you. And I can't wait to see you in one of the many spaces that I'm dropping into on the regular. 